there's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Listen live for weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. What a time to be around Glasgow. Celtic are crowned champions at Tannadice on Wednesday night. Double winners this year. Rangers on the verge of two major trophies. A European final in Seville on Wednesday. The Scottish Cup final a week tomorrow. Who better to be with us than the former Rangers captain, Rangers legend, Barry Ferguson. Celtic legend, John Hartson. John, congratulations. Hail the champions. Yeah, it was excellent the other night, Paul. I, I was lucky enough to do the game for Sky up at Tannadice and... There were Celtic fans everywhere. They were outside the ground, and you know, at the start of the season, Celtic were in danger of of losing, you know, two two you know, two titles in a row, uh, and just come in and uh, you know his recruitment has been excellent. I think they've scored more goals than anybody else in the league. They've conceded less amount of goals. Um, they've got everything right: the system, the style, uh, that front foot, high intensity football, and. Uh, no, I, I'd like to congratulate the team myself and Ange, of course. You know, they, they had a big job to do, stopping Rangers this season in particular, after how comfortable Rangers won it last season. But they've gone about it in the right fashion and obviously uh, the current champions. Didn't get the trophy on Wednesday night, but of mm. course it's the trophy day tomorrow. So I'm at the game again, so Celtic Park will be rocking tomorrow. We'll hear Barry talk about Celtic in a moment or two, but Barry, I cannot remember a weekend like this where... I've just said, hello, the champions. Hello, Rangers. Heading for Seville for a European final. Uh, I read your column today. That was a brilliant one in the record. How excited are you and confident are you about Rangers? Yeah, listen, it's going to be an unbelievable week for Rangers. Um, three massive games in, in four days, but we'll start with, with Seville. Um, I'm excited as every other Rangers fan. Can't wait for it. And as I said, I was lucky enough to get there as a, a player in 2008. Unfortunately, we, we didn't win it, but I've got a real good feeling about this group of players. It's a simple fact, what's happened with the, the sad loss of Walter Smith and Jimmy Bell and the way that the, the team have certainly performed to get to the final. So I can't wait. I'll be there in person. I'm looking forward to it. Fly out in uh, early Wednesday morning um, for 24 hours. I'm, I'm sure it will be... Um, a brilliant experience I just want to go and soak up the atmosphere with all the fans so can't wait I'm going with my two boys Craig Moore's going with his boy and a few other friends so hopefully um, we'll cap it off with Rangers picking up the trophy It's so special isn't it John you were uh, in Seville as well we know you didn't play because of injury yeah. Barry you went all the way to Manchester do you think Rangers are maybe going to do it their name could be on this Well I think they've got, they've got every chance yeah. Paul I think uh, they, they're facing a tough opposition although um, by Leverkusen um, sorry, Eintracht Frankfurt yep. are um, a 14th. I think they are in yep. the Bundesliga. But they've concentrated on the cup. Haven't but they, they? yeah, they've yep. they beat Barcelona twice. Yeah. They beat West Ham twice. Who so are mm. six in the Premier League? Who strong team? 
But listen, I think the way that Rangers have performed, particularly in Europe, you know, they scored four goals in Dortmund. They, yep. they beat some really big teams and they, they weren't really fancied a lot of the times, but Rangers have gone and, and made it happen in, in the Europa League. And they've been excellent now in Europe for the last two or three seasons. And maybe it's a reward for their current performances over the last two or three seasons in Europe that, that they managed to reach a final. And it's, it's a special moment for, mm. for any football club to reach a European final. You know, I experienced it myself a couple of times with Arsenal and, of course, with Celtic in 2003. But uh, it really is special and the fans fans get involved and I'm sure the, the Rangers fans will be travelling in there in their thousands. Could be 100,000. Have you yeah. left anything behind the bar for Barry? For uh, <laughs> Barry can put a little bit on the chip. Oh, I'll pay for it. I'll is. send a cheque. I'll tell you, across. he's certainly both, both of you. I've been out with both of you. Very, very generous. Barry, let's just check first. Um, I want to ask you about Morelos. Vamos, Morelos. Let's go, Morelos. He put it in social media. Um, could he possibly be making an appearance either Wednesday or... I'm sure that video that was put on Instagram will get quite a lot of Rangers fans excited. Mm. Is he going to play in the, the final? I very much doubt that. He's yeah. been out for a lengthy time. He might be involved in 18, who knows? Um, but it's very unlikely. And to be honest, with Rangers getting to the, the final, bear in mind, the last, what, three, four, five games, I've played without a mm-hmm. recognised centre-forward. Um, so you've got to give him a lot of credit. But if Morelos <laughs> is fit, yeah. he trains with, with the team, then I'm, I'm sure he, he'll be involved, but... I don't think he'll start the game. He's a great sub, though, isn't he? But, yep. you know, wow. even if he doesn't make the starting mm. lineup and he, he has a few days training and he, he's raring to go, of course he'll want he'll want to play in the final. Ten minutes might be enough. Of course he will, but he's he's great to have on. He's a pest. Yep. He'll come on, you know, he'll unsettle the, the Frankfurt defence, do what he does best. And listen, he, he can he, he's one of those who can go and nick a goal for you later on. We'll find out. We're all talking about Kmar Roof, would he make it? Barry, more importantly, are you sorted? The family get all oh, the tickets organised. You yeah, ready? But we're sorted. The only thing is, but we've yep. not had the, it's a QR code you get through. It's okay. a ticketless stadium. Yes. Um, oh. We've not had them through, mm-hmm. but I've asked so many people if they had their t- if right. they received their tickets, <laughs> and they're, everybody's in the, the same boat. So um, I'm I'm ne- I'm going there. I'm there. There's no doubt about it. I just I'm a bit wary because I've still not got the tickets um, into my phone yet. Um, but I'm sure they'll come in the, the coming coming days. Um, everybody's phoning me and asking me, "You got the tickets?" Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm telling them to calm down, so they're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, look, I, I just can't wait to experience it. As I said, I experienced it as before, a player. Buddy? No, you know, with Scotland, I'm thinking no. No, before in Europe, no. nothing. No, great no. city. It's a brilliant, so, fantastic stadium. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a wonder, just wonderful, too small, wonderful yeah. arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to soak it in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going there as a, a supporter. Yeah. I've no managed to do that because um, obviously I've been busy over the, the, the years. Um, but I'm going to make the most of it and I'm going to really enjoy it. And hopefully this group of players, as I said, Paul, cap it off at 11 o'clock Seville time with the, with the trophy mm-hmm. and James Tavernier's arms. And we'll be calling you. Whether or not he answers, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But listen, we've been with Rangers all the way in Europe. We were first on it. Uh, in the commercial sector we've been with Rangers all the way and we will be on on Wednesday night there's a lot on the go today as well uh, for Celtic fans not only tomorrow is it the the championship the title will be presented uh, yeah. after the game tomorrow Tom Rogic and near beaten leaving Celtic so they've got a year left in the contract but they're going so we'll talk about that in a second or two something we talked about over a month ago here Ange Postacoglu surely a new deal being delivered by the board because whatever he was on surely they're going to pay him more uh, and for Rangers, there's going to be a fan zone in Seville for those without tickets. 
which will be special. John, what do you think about Tom Rogic and near beaten? Is this the club saying, OK, we can't guarantee you? Um, I mean, the two different players. Rogic has been arguably, arguably, top three player for Celtic this he season. Has, Why he is has, he going? I think Ange has got the best out of him again. Uh, I think we saw the best of Tom uh, Rogic under Brendan Rodgers during that phenomenal you mm-hmm. know, uh, run that they were, on, they were on at that particular time. He was, pivot, he was pivotal to yeah. that run. Um, scoring that flick as well mm-hmm. in the cup final that time that that back heel Aberdeen um, and then he just went off the boil a little bit I don't know what for, for, for whatever reason he, his performances weren't quite up to the level that he'd got um, previously but Ange has come in and he's got him playing again somewhere near his best some of his performances this season have been outstanding he's been pivotal in, in helping Celtic retain the title mm-hmm. um, but do you know what Paul, I, I think the two lads, I think Beaton and Rogic, and I think there'll be investment in Celtic and mm-hmm. I think they will add in certain areas. So so for me, they've got a year left on their contracts and they've, they've both been excellent over the years for Celtic in their own way. They can both be, feel very proud of, of what they've done. Mm-hmm. They go with, with the fans' blessing because... The fans know they both put in huge impact, you know, in in, in over the years for Celtic. Um, am I surprised? Not really, because I think it's almost like a new era. Mm. You know, I think Ange has brought in a lot of new signings. The recruitment's been really good, and there's more to come. I don't think Ange is the type of manager to rest on his laurels. Mm. He'll want to take Celtic to another level, particularly in Europe. They won the title. They want to win another title. They want to win more cups. And I think that that means other players coming in. And they will over the maybe summer. Maybe in Rogic's sure. his yep. position, in Beaton's position. Okay. So I think they, they've almost seen that and thought, well, I've had a great time at Celtic and now maybe it's time to go. And another point for me, Paul, yeah. is that Ange has always said, I only want players here that are committed and they want to play for this football club under me. You know, they have to want to stay here, be part of this and they've been this a huge part of this this journey yeah, that we're sure. going on under Ange Postecoglou. Mm. Nobody really thought he would win a double yep. this season as the new manager. Where Celtic were at the start of the season, yep. so if players want to leave and they have a sit down with their manager, like they, so both you think have, maybe they want to leave? Maybe. I, well, I think they've yeah. decided that they're going to the, go. The club early. have already sure. said that the club have said, yeah. "Look, it's their decisions." So they the finished tomorrow. Player, the yeah. two players have said that they want I, to go. I want to ask Barry as a, a Rangers legend. What do you feel about Celtic without, especially Tom Rogic? Yeah, I was surprised, having been honest. I don't think you can buy experience mm-hmm. and certainly very good players. Um, and look, Beaton, for me, I've always said on this this programme that he's a player that I rate. He's got a, the odd mistake, but who hasn't? And in terms of Rogic, when he's in the Celtic team and they're playing against Rangers, I'm worried. Because mm-hmm. for me, he's a, he's a game changer. Um, but look, they, they might be... Uh, as I said, Ange is maybe looking to the future to bring in a bit more in terms of younger players. Um, but these players, I still thought, would have had a, a lot to give um, the current Celtic team. If they ain't starting, are brilliant players to have on the bench. As I says, I, I don't think you can buy experience. Um, but look, look they, maybe they've made the decision. Maybe they, they've sat down with Ange and, and came to the decision that, listen, it's better if we go elsewhere. Rogic has always been rumoured to have a lot of interest for the Middle East and you know what the Middle East money. bring yeah there's yeah. he would treble quadruple is that right what, yeah. he's, what he's earning and maybe that's what it is Barry yeah maybe it is but we, we don't know yet I'm sure in time 
um, that that will come out. But for me, they're two very good players, and there'll be big losses to Celtic. That just needs to see what he'll bring in in the summer. Who's going to replace these guys? You two have got massive trophy cabinets. I would imagine. I, I've never been invited to either house, and never will be. But Tom Rogic has seven League Cup medals, five Scottish Cup, seven SPFL titles. Near Beaton, eight titles, three Scottish Cup, three League Cup. Incredible, John. And you'll not get many players, sorry, who will last so long with one club as we go forward. And they both become legends. They both become legends because of that trophy hall. And the fans will have their own views like everything else. I I agree with Barry um, that that Rogic is is, um, a quality player. He's a match winner. He's somebody that can go and do something very special. Um, He scored the equaliser, didn't he? To get Celtic back in the game, back at Ibrox there a couple of of months ago. Um, And he's a quality player, but... If he's said himself, then he would like to move on. Then there's nothing really that Ange can do because Ange has always said, I want players to be committed. I want them to fight for the jersey while I'm here. You know, I, I want players to, to be here that want to play for Celtic. If, if you've got any qualms about it, if you're not quite sure about your own position, then there's the door. You know, you're more than happy if you want to go. I'm not going to try and stop you because I want players here that are committed to, to the be football here. club. Prize giving day tomorrow for Celtic. And Barry, it's a day that you experience so many times with Rangers. It's really special, isn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a special occasion for not just the Celtic fans, but the, the Celtic players. Callum McGregor, mm-hmm. his first trophy. Uh, sorry, his first league championship as, as, as okay. captain. Yeah. But for me, look, the league doesn't lie. Look, Celtic are sitting at the top of the league for a reason because they have been the, the, the best team throughout the season in terms of the, the run since September, since the defeat against Livingston. They've been in an unbelievable, I think it's 31 games. Yeah, correct. Is that right? Yeah. Undefeated. Um, that is league winning material. Um, well, disappointed for a Rangers side. I think they dropped points up at Ross County, Dundee United, at home against Motherwell. Um, was was the problem then obviously going to Celtic Park and getting that heavy defeat. Um, but look, on the flip side of that, uh, you've got to congratulate the winners. You've got to move on and next week, Rangers have got a unbelievable week ahead of them as I said two massive cup finals in the space of four days um, but listen it'll be a tough one to take for me if I lost the league I would always watch it and it would make me even hungrier and I would probably think that the Rangers players will, will, will maybe look back on it and think yep yeah, we weren't good enough domestically we need to improve in that um, so look Rangers just need to focus on one thing and that's ne- next week and as I said Rain- uh, Celtic will enjoy tomorrow because the run they've been on since September has, let's be honest, it's been unbelievable. Incredible. After the break, we're going to look at Rangers uh, and Seville. We know we've got the games tomorrow as well. And we're going to speak to a young man, a 14-year-old. You've maybe seen it in social media, but he's put his tickets online. He's not going to go and it's raised 40,000 already. So I think he put, we'll, we'll talk more about it just after the break. For Celtic, well, he was man of the moment the other night, wasn't he? Georges Gikamakis. We weren't too sure when he arrived, were we? Everybody, you know, he didn't do much at the beginning. But I, Mike, I'll be interested yeah. to see what, what John. I, I, I still think outside the box, he's, he's no great. Okay, he's no great at holding up. inside the box. I mean, John is better sure. qualified than me. But his movement inside the box is excellent. Some of his finishing has been been top class. Outside the box, sometimes I'm thinking. Mm. Mm. John, what's your view on that? Let's hear from the player first. What about the atmosphere the other night at Tanadice? Yeah, the atmosphere was insane. It was incredible. Um, it was something really nice. And I think we'll celebrate even more tomorrow. They deserve to, to celebrate uh, together with us. Uh, they deserve to celebrate because of winning the trophy. 
and uh, I'm looking forward for tomorrow. And Johnny's team the other night. Yeah, look, I mean, our, I think our football's been outstanding, but the character this team's shown to get through the last 31 games and, and rise to every challenge, and as I said, I, I couldn't be more prouder of them. The captain, Callum McGregor. Yeah, absolutely delighted. Um, that's good, my players deserve it so much. Fans were unbelievable again tonight. They have been all season, so, you know, it took us a little bit going, to get going again the game night, but we better go and enjoy it. John, some night we saw you on the telly. Yeah, it was a great yeah. night. It was a great night. Uh, okay, irrespective of the result, I thought Dundee United had a real goal in the mm. second half. They hit the post, they broke away and could have scored. Um, but the fans, the fans were there in their droves. And going back to yeah, Yakamakis, what Yakamakis yeah. has done for me, he's stepped up. Mm. He's stepped up because Saldig lost Kyogo uh, midway through the season, and uh, Yakamakis came in. He got himself two hat tricks and he's got a few tap ins. And those are the goals that I like, not just the yeah. the bullet headers and the ones on the edge of the box. And making I thought his finish of... against Hearts last week was oh yeah, was really different class, excellent goal. And uh, even the other night there, Ralston stood it up, and the way he's gone and headed it, you know, he's aggressive. He wants to, it's a bullet header, and he's he's made a difference. What he's what he's done is almost Kyogo was our out and out mm. centre forward. He usually in blistering blistering form, looks a real real talent. Does uh, does Kyogo? But when he was out, Jack Amakis came in and he stepped up. We needed somebody to be a focal point, to continue to win games, to continue to score goals. And he's done that. I think outside the box, I think Barry's right. I think he will improve on his on his hold-up play. It's his first year at Celtic. It's a huge club coming from the Eredivisie to, to play in front of the supporters mm. and the pressure. that That is on the Celtic players. You've got to win every single week. When you're a centre-forward, the onus is on you to win games, score goals. And I think he's done very well considering considering the level that he was at and where he's come now. And he, he certainly stepped up in the absence of Kyogo. I think he's got 15 goals in the last sort of 12 or 14 it games. It's the yeah. hardest thing. I mean, John played that position. Yeah. Brilliantly. Brilliantly. Yeah. And the hardest thing in the game for me is hitting the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without doubt, people say about running games of football or defending Brown. The hardest thing in football is to score goals. And to be fair to Jack and Marcus... That's what he's done. No, the only thing is, I, I'm looking at him outside the box sure. and a midfielder fires it into him. Sometimes it bounces off. That's something that John's quite right. I'm sure that's something he'll work on. Learn. Yep. And I'm sure Postacoglu will be on the training yeah. ground um, drilling that through him. I think he'll, he'll tidy he'll... his game up. What, what, what we're trying yep. to say is you just be tidier. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, take your touch yep. away from the centre half and keep the ball. Just tidy sure. your game. But John, up, 11 league goals in. Uh, 26 appearances it's phenomenal top scorers Reagan Charles Cook 36 appearances 13 goals Barry quick one before the break would Rangers love to have some an option like Chikamakis having lost Morelos we think um, and Kmar Ruth yeah, it's a brilliant backup yep. I mean Kyogo for me the first half of the season was the best player no doubt mm-hmm. about it Let you lose him yep. and then to be fair to Chikamakis he, he's come in and he, he stood he stood there and he scored goals as I said um, he, he's done really well he stepped up to the mark and that's what I think Rangers need to go and and, and get as a another number nine Morelos Kmar Roof I really like him my only mm. issue with Kmar Roof is he plays two or three games and then he's out for th- um, three or four games where he's got obviously injury problems um, if they can sort that I think they're two good really centre forwards but the only problem I have with that is the injury prone that Kmar Roof has these are good times. We're talking cup finals. We're talking titles. And it's Glasgow at the centre of it. The huge game in Seville on Wednesday. Then back to the cup final next week. And tomorrow, 
in the East End 60,000 a party as Celtic against all the odds at the start of the season we were in Eddie Howe watch in this very studio a year ago just now but it was Ange Postacoglu who's transformed things here uh, more after the break including the young man who's helping charity but giving up two tickets for Seville The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go. Thanks, Chris. Keeping us right up to date with the traffic and travel. What a weekend. The weekend is here. And we're with John Hartson, Celtic legend, Barry Ferguson, Rangers icon. Any other words we can come up for the two of you. But it's great to have you both with us tonight. Barry buzzing. So excited. I just I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually saying to uh, Craig Moore was... Oh, I, yeah. I call him Craig Moore. I'm saying Oz, Oz was text me uh, today, obviously, about the what's happening, how we... How we travelling, what we're wearing, um, and whatever. And do you know what? what we I'm wearing. so excited. <laughs> what we're wearing, you're going with shorts on, you're going with a strip on, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, excited. And see, now it's going to drag in, see, because you're wanting to, you want to you're get right. there. You just want to get to the airport. Yep, see, yep. the next four or five days, it's going to drag in. But look, it's something that um, I can't wait. I just can't wait to experience it. Wait, close family and friends. John, you're still smiling from the other night, and you're looking forward to tomorrow. Celtic celebrating the title, the handover of the trophy. Yeah, there were several thousand Celtic fans up on mm. Tannadice the other night, but there'll be nothing like tomorrow. There'll be 60,000 in Celtic Park. The celebrations will be fantastic. And, and as mm. I said, at the start of the season, there would have been a few concerns the way Rangers won the league last season at Acanta, really, mm. 25 points, didn't lose a game, and then all of a sudden start the season. As a Celtic fan, you're thinking, poof, you know, Rangers will go again. They're very much in the ascendancy. And you're thinking, well, could they go and win another time? Mm. What have we got to do to get close to Rangers? Can, can we get close? We need players. We need a manager. You know, we need a decent goalkeeper. We need a forward to get goals. You know, we need wide players to create. We didn't have any of that. But you all did. Of, all of a sudden, and the manager comes in. The recruitment is spot on. And we've, we've managed to, to claw the title back from, from Ibrox to Celtic Park. And that, that was a massive thing to do because uh, it was looking like it, it was almost couldn't be done. Nobody way, tipped Celtic. No, and no, nobody really the, could. But the way, the way Ange yep. has gone about it, it's, he's done remarkably but well. But it's the recruitment. John's right. Mm. I mean, how many players were signed? Was it 14 or something? And All you in. would probably say a yeah. vast majority yeah. of them yeah. have been a major... Major success. And guys that we lost as well, Barry. We lost Aya. We lost our Ed, best striker, Edward. Edward. We, lost, yep. we lost Christie, who wanted to go. We, we lost <laughs> our captain. <laughs> Peter Lobel said he was going to, you know, we lost, There's guys lost some that players. have come in that we never knew anything about. And then plus he's used the loan market really well as well. Mm. He has indeed. We'll come back to that in the next section. But a young man, a special young man on the line, 14-year-old Mitchell Carling is on. Hi, Mitchell. Hello there. Good evening. Where are you? Dubai you're in Dubai sunny Dubai Barry will be getting used to that temperature I believe it's 30 degrees it's going to be in Seville but listen this is a very special thing you're doing you've got two tickets for Seville for Rangers against Eintracht Frankfurt but you can't go and you've had a great idea to raise money for two special charities what made you think of doing it and how much have you raised? Uh, well I thought of it uh, because I saw how everyone is getting ripped off for the prices of the games and uh, how many people are willing to pay so much. So I decided that we could use this money for two lucky people to attend the match. Mm -hmm. So I decided to raffle the two tickets in order to help two charities and one is to help my sister. And I've raised 40000 right now. 
Wow. That, that's phenomenal. And yeah. the two charities, one is a diabetes charity, yeah, and the other, the John Caldwell yeah. Foundation. And he does lots with children's charities, doesn't he? Yes. And how do people... How, so how can I pay my £20 to try and get a ticket? Where do I go? So on my LinkedIn, uh, I have a post which sends a link straight to the GoFundMe account. Okay, on to LinkedIn. We'll, we'll post it there. Right, both guys want to come in. Here's Barry Ferguson. Yeah, no, I'm just saying... Mitchell's made a brilliant point. The the money that some of these tickets are selling for is ridiculous. Mm. Two thousand, I'm hearing two and a half thousand, three thousand. People can't afford that. And what Mitchell's doing is brilliant, brilliant idea. Mitchell, I was going to ask how how can you not get to the game? Well, honestly, I have school. He's at fourteen. School. Yeah, I have school. And uh, right now, I'm in a time where I've got exams and stuff like that right. so yeah. yeah I can't be attended yeah. oh, well it's a brilliant thing you're doing well done there's congratulations from one of the greatest ever Rangers captains here's one of the greatest Celtic players John Hartson wants to speak to you Mitchell hi Mitchell I just want to say uh, I think it's really really creditable what you're doing raising um, lots and lots of funds for two great charities Mitchell, where did you get the two tickets from initially? You know, the ones that you're selling. Where did you get them from? So, uh, I don't know where I got them from, but uh, me and my dad have been long-time Rangers fans, uh-huh. probably since the walk. So, uh, when we found out that we're going to the Europa League, my dad just had to get them for me and him. Brilliant. So not only you miss out now, then your dad also has to miss out going to the game. <laughs> We're just looking just now, yeah. Mitchell. You're at 41,000 and you want that magic yeah. figure 55. Barry's yeah. having a thought here? Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm sure he'll get the, so. the 55,000. Yeah. No, no doubt in my mind. When, when did you start the, the thing on your LinkedIn, Mitchell? I think it was uh, two days ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Great. Absolutely brilliant. Well, there's still oh. six days to go until the... The final, so I'm sure you'll yeah. you'll raise that that fifty five thousand pound. And as I said again, it's a brilliant thing you're doing. Two brilliant charities. So again, well done to yourself. Thank you. Yeah, and just to say, uh, the the draw is in two days. So for anyone listening who wants to buy a raffle ticket, mm-hmm. that would be the best time to do it. Of course, I'm, I'm sure Big John and Paul will, will buy a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> So that's six o'clock on Sunday. Welcome yeah, by mine. Yeah. <laughs> six o'clock UK time. Mitchell, top man, fourteen years old. Absolutely uh, brilliant. Good luck with school. Well Fantastic. done. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you. Cheers. Well done. What are you try to do to him? He's at school, Mister Ferguson. Oh, I'm, I'm sure his dad would have let him off for a couple of days. I told you. No, I know. But do you know what? Brilliant. Yeah. I, I like hearing things like that. Yeah. What was it? Forty-one thousand. Forty-one thousand. Two days to go. I'm yep. sure he'll get to the. Um, the 55,000 that he's looking for. I know people with hires next week. Their kids have got hires. <laughs> they want to go to Seville. So I think they're trying to say, no, hold on, you need to do your hires. So, listen, great call. Good luck, Mitchell. Thanks so much for joining us. Here's Gary, a Celtic fan. Gary, good evening. How you doing, Paul? How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good. Hi, Gary. Congratulations. How you? Well, how you? How good are you feeling? Yeah, I, you know, on top, of, on top of the world, honestly, um, it's been such a long, hard season. Um, firstly, obviously, you know, well done to the youngster there, Mitchell, for, for raising all that money for. Wasn't that great? You know, yeah. Such a such a selfless um, act. I mean, I know he's saying he was at school, so he couldn't go. I'm, I can remember when I went to Seville, I missed a couple of exams to get to Seville. To be honest, so I wasn't so selfless back then. But no, as I say, like feeling feeling great. Um, obviously, it's been a long hard season, but we've got to where we want to be, kind of thing. 
Mm. Were you worried at all the other night that maybe the party could be pooped by that? You know, when it went to one-one, or were you quite confident? Do you know what? I was, I was actually, I was actually <laughs> uh, disappointed with the with the way we kind of ended the game. Almost it was, you know, very much kind of keeping the hold of the ball, seeing the game out, and and I get that the players have had a long hard season, but. Yeah. It, it, I know probably the way the game was panning out, Dundee United were, were very much on top, you know, hitting the post, goal disallowed, yeah. uh, Ralston clears off the line kind of thing. So maybe it was just to, to, to keep the party going, to, to make sure it doesn't get killed before Saturday kind of thing. Here's a wee bit of Tony Ralston to hear. I want to ask you a couple of questions as well. So does John, so does Barry. Here's uh, Anthony Ralston. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's a man, everybody in this squad has been outstanding this season. Um, we've had challenges along the way, took them head on, and I'm absolutely delighted. Buzzing, exactly that, we don't stop, all the way up to the day. Even on Saturday we're going with the same attitude even though it's done. I'm delighted to get over the line for the fans. They deserve it after last season. We've gave it to them, and uh, I'm absolutely delighted. So, uh, Yeah, pretty special, mate. Uh, probably first time this year I'm lost for words. Um, just an enormous effort, really proud of the players, the staff, our supporters, everyone involved. You know, we, uh, No one gave us much of a chance at the start of the year, and um, to, to do what they've done this year, achieve the ultimate, is, uh, is an unbelievable effort. Gary, is that John Hartson? Were you singing in the background there, John? Could well have been. <laughs> Could have been. Well have been <laughs> I saw you in social media there. Some fans had given you a flag. Oh, and I'm saying to John and to Barry, celebrate these days. You've done your bit for your football club and I, you I for yours. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. No. John was a brilliant player for Celtic. Yeah. He's up at the game doing it for Sky. We, we watched him. Yeah. And here. And here. Um, I've seen him better dressed right enough. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to celebrate. Listen, yeah. he had a, yeah. a brilliant time there. He won trophies mm. there. He's got a connection with the fans. And as I'm letting myself next week, I, I'm going to go and, and soak it up mm. and, and celebrate and hopefully um, Rangers win the trophy. Gary, you'll be there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Obviously, trophy day. I mean, when you compare it to this time last year, I can remember I started a new job um, in a hotel near Ibrox and it was trophy day, Rangers were, were playing Aberdeen and it was like the world had ended for me, do you know what I mean? It was like, it was a horrible feeling seeing, seeing uh, Rangers fans celebrating in, in front of you and things like that, but it, that kind of that kind of pain builds into wanting to get it back all the sooner kind of thing. Um, so as I say, I'm delighted that we've, we've got it back at the first attempt. Could you have believed that you would be winning the title 12 months later? I don't think any Celtic fan would have, to be honest. I think this is always going to be a, a rebuilding season. I think if you ask most Celtic fans, myself included, I think it was always, you know, try and kind of get one of the cups back, but but try and close that gap to Rangers to maybe single figures or, or you know, um, 10 points probably maximum. So the fact that, that, that we're, you know, we've swung it around so, so quickly and so confidently, I know the second half of the season we really kicked on. Um, but as I say, it's been... It's been a massive, massive job that Ange and the boys have done. James Forrest has signed up for another three years, as you know. What do you make of the news today, the breaking news from Celtic? Tomorrow it's the last day for Nir Beaton and Tom Rogic. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, every high comes with a, with a low kind of thing. And, and it's, it's gutted that we're going to lose players like Rogic and Beaton who have been great servants to the club. You know, so long at the club. <coughs> massive trophy hall. And, and I just, I think that it's, it's going to be trying to replace them kind of thing um, I don't know if there's replacements already lined up that maybe there's players in the squad James Forrest signing for another three years I think means that Ange Postacoglu sees him and his, his plans for next season mm -hmm. Yeah I, I think um, 
I think you're right, Gary. I think um, Rogic and, and Beaton have been excellent players for the club. You know, Paul just read out their, their medal haul. It's, it's unbelievable, really, the amount of trophies they've won. So they, they yeah. both made a huge impact on the football club. They go with everybody's blessing. We spoke about Rogic. We know his qualities. But I'd like to just go back to the other night a little bit. I know what you're saying about, you know, it could have been a, a little dampered, the celebrations. Mm. But I was there, Gary. It certainly didn't. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it certainly didn't. You know, we only do that shaking of the hands and then the, the final whistle yeah. went and everybody, the, the, the whole stadium, um, the Celtic fans were there. There must have been four or 5,000 in there. It just erupted. It really, really did. And I think Anne said after the game, in terms of the performance, because you're so nearly there, you know, yeah. you just need a point and then that little bit of nerves may be kicking. And I thought, I didn't think Sally played badly in the first half. They just couldn't quite mm. find that sort of end product, that goal that they were looking for. And also, I think Dundee United, they needed they needed a, a yeah. point. You know, they, they'll now get into Europe yeah. themselves. Yeah. So it's credit to them, Dundee United. And when Dylan Levitt scored that goal, is a wonderful Oof. strike. He hits across yeah. the ball. Mm. You know, that technique is really difficult. It's a great strike to beat Joe Hart from there. And then all of a sudden, then they hit the post. Ralston clears one off the line. So, credit to Dundee, Dundee United. They also had an awful lot to play for. So, it was never going to be easy going up to Tannadice and, and, and absolutely romping the game 3 or 4 nil. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the nerves kick in and it's not always easy to get it done. Do you think the new Fleetwood Town manager will be there tomorrow? I'm just looking there at Scott Brownies in the red and black and white. It looks a bit like the Aberdeen tie. And what a barn that he's got. That hair's come back big time, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. jealous. He's a manager yeah. now. He can yeah. have shaven heads now. He yeah. does grow a little bit of head in yeah. he's a manager. I will say, it's a brilliant club he's went to. Isn't it? The yep. owner's mm. really wealthy um, and he'll get real good backing there. So yeah. it's a brilliant first job to get. And, and, and Gary, because he's been such a huge part of that 10 trophies, you know, 10 titles for Celtic yeah. uh, in 11 years. And he didn't get a chance to say farewell properly because, you know, of COVID. I, th- I think that's what's the most disappointing fact because, you know, I know we had a testimonial for him kind of thing when he was still at the club, but I think that it's disappointing that he won't be there tomorrow. But I think it's it's a, a touch of class for, for Scott Brown that he's he's basically said, no, this is Callum's day. Yeah. He deserves it. He, he doesn't want anybody overshadowing him. And I think McGregor would probably want him there, to be honest, um, because he's learned so much from him. And as I say, like, a special mention for Callum McGregor as well, do you know what I mean, for for the job he's done because um, I doubted that he could be captain at the start of the season I didn't think he had the voice and the, the hunger and desire but you know he's really kind of um, made it his own kind of thing I, I tell you something about Callum McGregor he was a very good player I think Ange Pod, Postacoglu has made an even better player mm. I think the responsibility yeah. of taking the captaincy I think his games come on leaps and bounds and you know Brendan Rodgers wa- wanted him Two years ago, three years ago, Brendan Rodgers wanted to take him to Leicester, but... I think if you take Callum McGregor out of the Celtic team, it leaves a mm. massive hole in him. Yeah, it's a, it's, a different, it's a different team. And I think, to be honest, Barry, that's, I think that's what, what kind of um, floored the team a wee bit the other night. I know McGregor was playing, but I think the, the, the choice, the, the team choice, maybe wasn't. We weren't at full strength completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd have loved to have seen Beaton um, play the other night to be honest and, and get yourself well I know you'll get it tomorrow obviously but as you say like Callum McGregor he must just be he gives so much to the club and he's, he's gave his life to the club so far Here's the manager before we go to the break speaking about the fans Fans had a tough year last year not just the fact that we didn't 
win anything, but they couldn't do this. They couldn't come and support their team. And they've been right behind us from day one, and uh, I couldn't be happier, but I was just really proud of this group of players and the staff. They've been unbelievable for me this yeah, year. Yeah, look, I mean, our, I, I think our football's been outstanding, but the character this team's shown to get through the last 31 games and, and rise to every challenge, and as I said, I, I couldn't be more prouder of them. Yeah, he's been great. You can see the effect he's had on all the boys, the style of plays, but he's, he's brought into the team. We've all adapted to it. We've all believed in it. We've all bought into it. And that's why we are where we are today. Tony Rawson there speaking about the manager who's revived his career. Gary, I know you'll have a great day tomorrow. Thanks so much for calling in. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers. thank you. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Larry Ferguson, John Hartson, Paul Cooney on a really special Friday evening. Celtic are the champions. Rangers are about to fly out to Seville for a Europa League final with Eintracht Frankfurt. And then on the Saturday... It's the Scottish Cup final against Hearts and we'll be on for all these games. We're with you every night from five. Apart from from Seville night, we'll be on air from seven. Somebody who's on the way to Europe and I want to also say well done. Well, we know Celtic Rangers, Hearts are in Europe. So are Motherwell. So are Dundee United. We'll speak about that because we've got games tomorrow. Celtic Motherwell on at, uh, well, it's midday, isn't it? 12.15. Hearts against Rangers, Ross County against Dundee United. So well done, Motherwell. They had a sticky spell but they are in Europe. Jason, a Rangers fan's on the line from Deniston. Jason, good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you getting on? Hi, Jason. Oh, well, uh, yeah, really Jason. good. Thank what, what What about you? You're off to Seville. Brilliant. What's the story? When are you going? Uh, I fly tomorrow at 6am. Um, so flying from Edinburgh Airport tomorrow morning. So getting there in plenty of time. Looking forward to it. How are you feeling about it? I know Barry's That's a long the, shift. Yeah, I know. That's a long shift, Jason. I'll take it easy for the first couple of days, Barry. I think. And then <laughs> on Monday when all my pals arrive, that's when I'll probably go a wee bit, uh, a wee bit more wild. Do you want to get acclimatised? Actually, Rangers are going out on Monday, Barry. Is that soon enough? with the temperatures as high as they are so they're not going on Tuesday they're going to go on Monday to get a bit more time now after they play the yeah. game tomorrow I'm sure they would give them a rest day and look, okay. they'll fly out early Monday and they'll train obviously in the, the Monday afternoon or, or late tea time um, out there so yeah I think been out there on the Monday's plenty enough time Paul here's Gio Bundesliga team and it's a very strong team physically good well organised very fast in transitions uh, as we also seen when we played against Dortmund and Leipzig <laughs> Um, and, and they had great results, you know, also the results they had in Europe will give, him, give them also confidence, you know, beating, uh, beating Barcelona, West Ham, you know, it's, it's, it's a great achievement for them as well. And, uh, but, you know, they have different players than all the teams we played, you know, the system might be the same, but individually they have uh, different, uh, different strengths. So we're gonna, we are watching all the games they played so far. So and in the end, you know, we're gonna make a, a plan to uh, to try to be victorious uh, against Eintracht. Gary, how are you feeling about the manager? Took a wee bit of time to warm up with the Rangers fans, but he's taken you and the team to a final. Jason, hundred percent. Uh, at first, there was a you know a spell where a lot of the Rangers support went through a period of uncertainty regarding Gio and if he was going to be. Uh, cut out to, to take us to the next level and sort of emulate what happened last season. Um, I think the big turning point for him was the the semi final against Celtic at, at Hamden. Uh, obviously coming off the back of uh, the result against them the previous week, um, and then obviously being one 0 down uh, and coming back again off the back of 120 minutes, it showed a lot of character. And the Rangers support were really looking for that from the team and the management at that time. And 
Um, they, they pulled through and ever since then they, they, the side looked like a different side they've got character, heart everyone seems to be buying into uh, what he's looking to try and do with the team what he's trying to achieve uh, and right now you know, I feel that even off the back of last season obviously it was a successful one for, for Rangers winning uh, 55 but the, the, the connection the fans the support and the players at the minute is it's probably the best it's ever been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the players are really buying into that and you can see that in their performance. Before Barry and John come in, we just see on the screen just now there's uh, Sergio Aguero and the new statue for him at the Etihad. And the reason I'm mentioning him as great striker, 10 years ago today, he scored that goal when Man City won the late, late victory and they won the title. Rangers obviously no Morelos, although there's something in social media, him in the gym. And uh, GVB was asked today, what's the latest on Kemar Roof? He's not uh, training with um, with the team at the moment. We are trying to get him uh, on the pitch, uh, hopefully in the weekend. But, uh, you know, for him, it's um, he's doing everything. And I really admire his uh, desire to be ready for uh, for, for for the game on, on Wednesday. And... Uh, you know we're pushing hard, but it's you know it's it's one of those injuries where it's a close call, and uh, hopefully he will can um, can make some positive steps in the coming days. Jason, what's your feeling? Obviously, I hope that he's fit. You know, I mean, it's it's one of these where with the magnitude of this game uh, and the scale of it, if we need to strap him up and, and and just get the ninety minutes, or maybe not even ninety minutes, if we can get sixty minutes, or just even have on the have him on the bench to put. The, the supporters' minds at rest and obviously give the, the, the attacking side of the team a little bit of confidence knowing that they've got a, a, you know, a recognised striker on the bench because, I mean, what we've achieved getting here is, is, is phenomenal but, you know, I think it's been also overlooked the fact that we've also done it without, you know, mm-hmm. an out-and-out out striker. We've been playing with our you know, midfielders and, and attack, etc. So, to get to where we've got to without Morelos, without Kemar Roof, um, you know, shows the diversity of this squad and, uh, you know, I pray and I hope that he's, he's going to be fit for it and uh, yeah hopefully he pulls through over the next couple of days and, and gets some minutes over the weekend to, to try and get him ready for Wednesday night Barry what's the inside word about Kemar Roof? Well, in terms of Kemar Roof I, I'm sure Gio would love to have him available I'm sure he'll look into his eyes on Monday when he's over in Seville Gio just mentioned there he wants him out in the, the training pitch at the weekend hopefully that goes well and I, I think Gio will I'll, I'll look him in the eyes and say listen are you fit to play for me? And if he gives it, gives it the go ahead, I'm sure he'll he'll play him because um, he does make a difference. But when he's when he's on it, he's a very good player. Came out with and Jason's right. They've done brilliant without a centre forward. I recognise centre forward, but if he's available and he says he's available, he plays. John, who else are you thinking about threats from Rangers? The, the players that you can put your hat on for Wednesday night: Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent, yeah. Ryan Kent again um, can win the game on his own very skillful you get him in, on a, in a one-on-one situation mm. you fancy him to get a cross in or to get a shot away on goal um, you look at a rebo if if um, if Roof is not fit and and, um, and Morelos is not fit a rebo can do that gig for you that sort of false number nine if you like where he can get in and, as a number 10 role and um, you've got good players, you know, either side of him. Then, you know, Ramsey will Ramsey make it? Ramsey's a very special player. You know, two FA Cup final goals for Arsenal. He's a big game player. Does it for Wales. And even even if Ramsey's 70 percent fit, you know, we, Jason said earlier on about you know, about Kemar Roof. You know, can you get sixty minutes out of him? Can you strap him up? 
But Jason also said there for me, interesting point, it's like they've done brilliantly well to get there. But don't, don't take any credit away from Rangers. I feel as if that they've, they've, they've earned the right to get mm. there. They've beaten some really good sides. You know, you, you, don't, you don't get luck over four or five rounds of cup football at, at, the, at the highest level. You know, they went and scored four goals in Dortmund, went to a really, really hostile situation, a, a horrible ground to go to, uh, Red Star, Star Belgrade. Yep. You know, that, that is not for the faint-hearted, mm. that one. And, and of course, you know, coming from a goal behind both both times against Braga and like, they've earned the right. They, they put the performance in and, and performances in and they've got that on merit. And and I give Rangers every chance. It's a cup final. Um, and it might just hinge on a bit of luck. It yep. might just hinge on a refereeing decision. It might just hinge on, on somebody smashing one in. Lundstrom might just get it and whack and, and all of a sudden mm. he can be the hero for the night from 30 yards. He might score a wonder goal. But then I would think, you know, by um, Eintracht Frankfurt, I think they need to get the respect that they deserve. They beat Barcelona twice. They got through, beat West Ham yep. twice in the semi-final. So I think it's an intriguing game and um, it's a difficult one to call. Barry, Rangers have found that way to succeed in Europe. Yeah, they have. And, and look, everybody goes on about, you had Lundstrom's and Jack's and Aribo's and Kent's and rightly so, the, the, the top players. I, I think the three that don't get mentioned as no. much as Tavernier, Golston and Bassey. I think they've been exceptional. Certainly over the, the period of this, this run, they, they three, certainly Bassey, mm. I think if he continues to produce the performances and grow as a player, I think he's going to be Rangers' biggest asset. Jason, do you agree? 100%. I think when people are giving the accolades to the likes of Rebo and Lundstrom, etc., they're, they're seeing them as you know, the, potentially the people that can go and, uh, and win the match by scoring a goal. So I think that's maybe why the likes of Bassi, Goldson, obviously you can't put Tavernier in there because he's the top goal scorer in the competition, which you know, in itself is, is pretty remarkable. But um, I think John's right, to be honest with you. I think on, on the night it's going to be it's going to be a tough call. Obviously, I, I back Rangers 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm confident going into this game, but not to a point where I'm overconfident and I think that we're going to breeze it. I think it will come down to maybe a set piece or a bit of magic from someone within the team. Um, maybe a lunchtime goal, like you said, I would love to see that. But the person that I would love to see score most and 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 take us you know all the way and and sort of crown us champions. I'd love to see Tavernier get the goal to to do that from from coming in. And from you know what? Do you know what, Jason? He, he's capable. You know, yeah. he he's, he's got ridiculous. Um, he's got a wand of a right foot. Mm-hmm. His delivery into the box is 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 outstanding technically. Um, you know, he, he never lets you down. He's scoring for fun, isn't oh, he? Oh, he can score for yeah. fun, and this this boy plays right back. 18 goals. He's, yeah, his numbers are his right. numbers are scary. Unbelievable. They really are from from right back. You know, it's incredible numbers. Penalty kick. Yeah, machine. Isn't Reliable. It? Yeah. Yeah. The guys are right. Don't underestimate no. Frankfurt. Sure. You're not an average team if you get to the Europa League final. They're a good team. Mm. I know. I think it's a false position. Eleventh in the Bundesliga. Mm. I think I read for the manager six weeks ago. He earmarked Europa League. He rested. Four or five of his better players each weekend to be ready for the Europa League games. Um, so Rangers have been for a tough game, but I think it's a winnable game for Rangers. If Rangers go in and produce the sort of performances they have over the piece, then they can win for a brilliant I night. Think, I think looking at Rangers in the Europa League and some of the, the second legs, that the games at, at Ibrox, the teams coming back, in particular Braga and, and also um, Leipzig, 
Why you just come flying out the traps yeah. mm-hmm. and you 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 should throw everything at them and they go goal goal. It takes massive pressure, not just the one goal, but if you can go and get another go one. Again. Yeah. And, and go for it. I know you've got a you can't go sure. gung ho. Eintracht did that against West Ham and it worked. We'll have to take, I, I think yeah. that'll be the attitude from Rangers. From Rangers. Next yep. Wednesday night, go for them straight away. Jason, you'll be off to the airport in the morning. We wish you all the best. We might speak to you over there if that's okay. We'll give you a buzz in Seville. I'll be a bit drunk for that, I'll be honest. So maybe <laughs> next week I'll be not, 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 not achievable. Maybe the week after. Cheers. There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. In including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Headlines at just after six today in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. James Forrest, as you know, signed a new three-year deal on the day when Tom Rogic and Nir Beaton announced that, that they're leaving the club after tomorrow's game. So what a farewell tomorrow. Title day at Celtic up against Motherwell. Remember the early kickoff? It's on from just after 12, 12.15 kickoff. All the games tomorrow, Celtic Motherwell, Hearts Rangers at Tynecastle. Just one week before the cup final, I'm sure there'll be very different lineups tomorrow, or will they? And Ross County against Dundee United. And then on Sunday at 12 o'clock, Aberdeen against St Mirren. What's happened to the Dons and Saints actually have recovered in the last couple of weeks. Hibs against St Johnson, who's going to be the Hibs manager? And Livingston against Dundee. We'll speak about all the games in the next hour. And we've got more coming from Ange Postacoglu, hopefully speaking about the departure of Tom Rogic. Um, and also near beaten the trophies between them 33 major trophies between two players John it's ridiculous it is <laughs> and hence the reason for that was they went on that ridiculous run didn't they where they were you know four quadruple to quadruple you know whatever yep. it was and it was just a magnificent run so if you're involved in that you, you picked up an awful lot of trophies for Rangers, Barry, Seville, Brown, Bounds, many, we heard there from Jason Heading tomorrow. And the news today, it's been confirmed there's going to be a Europa fan zone in Seville for Rangers fans without tickets. Yeah, I think it's a, a, a brilliant idea. I spoke about it during the week. Um, 9,500 each club got for the, the, the final. I thought that was... Um, it's ridiculous, let's be honest with, with you. Um, another, the, the half of it, I think 20 odd thousand goes to, to sponsors or whatever. And to have a European final in a stadium that only hold, holds just over 40,000, I, I, I don't get it. I think it'd be 60, should be mm. 60,000 plus. So there's a lot of fans travelling over. They just want to sample the, the atmosphere. And I think it's a, a brilliant idea that they've, they've set up the, the fan zone so that the, the, the guys can uh, sorry stay outside. The weather's going to be unbelievable. Yep. It's looking it's going to be mid-30s so they can go and really enjoy the, the occasion. Get the Factor 50 in there, Barry, I would think. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I need it with my 
My fair skin. Yep. Uh, real Lanarkshire, West of Scotland skin, and yourself, John, as well, oh, of course, yeah, you know, the Welsh yeah, boy. I, mean, I, like yeah. a bit, I like a bit of rain and yeah. around Jeannie Jumbo well. <laughs> In the that, valleys. That, that suits me, yeah. <laughs> Giovanni Van Brockhurst, we were speaking today to the media day, and uh, he said his players are absolutely fully focused. Of course, you know, it's a final, and, and I think it's also good that you feel it's a special game, because, you know, if you, if you feel the pressure, it means you know you're... You're, you're doing really well and uh, we have to embrace the, the pressure into something positive and uh, I think our performances in Europe will give us that confidence and uh, in the end, you know, uh, in the build-up, you know, we have to concentrate on the game because that doesn't change in Seville, it's still 11 against 11 with the referee, one ball, two goals, so, you know, the, those things will not change, so we can Focus on that, focus on our game plan, how we want to play and uh, prepare well also, uh, you know, uh, not only uh, tactically but also mentally for the game and I think we will do. We've got two remarkable characters here in Glasgow, haven't we, as the managers? Ange Postacoglu and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst because here's Gio speaking about, I mean, it's the oldest rivalry, Rangers-Celtic, Celtic-Rangers, uh, but he's paid tribute to the new champions. We are um, disappointed that we uh, we didn't uh, win the championship. You know, we have to give credit to Celtic and Ange, the work they've done and the run they had in the league. So uh, that's 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 top sport, you know, you're... you're you want to win prices, and in the end, if you fell short, you know you, you have to make sure you you bounce back the next season. And uh, so we're uh, we're here now to um, uh, make a very positive last week with the European final and and the cup final. And uh, for next season, you know we're gonna push ourselves hard again to uh, become champions of of Scotland. But, Barry, uh, oh. Yeah, I think it's a bit of class from from Gio. I think he holds himself brilliantly, and so does Postacoglu. I, I seen Postacoglu do an interview last Friday, and he congratulated Rangers in, in getting to the Europa League final. Says that they fully deserved it. Um, they represent both clubs brilliantly for me, and that's what you le- like to see. Listen, Gio's devastated that they never won the league, but. It takes a proper man for me to, to sit there and, and congratulate Celtic. It's hard to do it, but listen, it shows you what type of man he is. How does he take criticism? For example, the night we were in here with Davy Proven when uh, Celtic won 3-0, and that was a turning point for Celtic to kick on. But for Rangers, there was an effect, wasn't there? Yeah, but he knew that. He knows what it's like to... I mean, he played for Rangers for two years. He knows the demands and the expectations that are put on you, um, even bigger as a manager because um, all the blame normally goes on the manager and he was coming in for a bit of stick I thought it was a bit over the top I'll be honest with you mm. I'm not just saying that because I know Gio I just thought it was a bit over the top but do you know what he's come through it he's done really well semi-final against Celtic I think Jason mentioned it the last caller mm. that was a turning point mm. that gave them that bit of confidence and um, they've finished the season really strongly and as I said they've got two massive games next week which he says they're looking forward to they're going to prepare and hopefully they can they can do the business Barry says there that Giovanni Van Bronckhuis got you know got a little bit of, of stick but I also think as well that was arguably Sadik's best performance of the season you know that first 45 minutes to go in at half time 3 and up they, they were they were unbelievable that, that, that first 45 minutes but I think no matter who you support whether it's Celtic or Rangers what, what, what you have to do I think what what is it's like you have to appreciate how well the other team does. You know, if you sit there and you go, well, Rangers have just, 
you know, reached a European, you know, the, the Europa League final, a European final. It's a brilliant achievement. No matter which way you want to weigh it up, no matter who you support, to have beaten the teams that they've beaten, to have, to have got there, um, it's, it's an outstanding achievement. So if I don't say that, I, look, I make myself look stupid. And if Giovanni van Bronckhurst doesn't come out and say, well, Celtic deserve to win the league and just done absolutely brilliant. You know, they won crucial games, picked up certain points at crucial times during the season. Congratulations to Celtic for winning the league. Celtic have been better. They performed better in the league. And Celtic, I've got to say, Angela want to get, get to where Rangers are in terms of their, their European performances. I think Celtic have to have to improve them. You know, in the last couple of years, Celtic have been poor mm. in Europe, you know, to say the least. So what Ange wants to do, he wants to bring in a better quality of player, get the back in, get the recruitment right like he has. I think he he, he, has, he has a bit of power now behind yeah. him in terms of his signings. And he'll, he'll want to emulate what Rangers have done in terms sure. of getting to a European final, the Europa League, if I keep saying European. Yeah, it's, it's a European he, final. Yeah. People know what I mean, yeah. It's not the easiest name, is it? Because the UEFA Cup was easier, Barry, to say, but it's a European final. Um, here's Ange Postacoglu. We'll come back. We'll have more from GVB shortly, but there's some uh, audio just in from Ange Postacoglu about the departure tomorrow after the game of Rogic and Beaton. Oh, I think it's great news. Um, you know, both Tom and Nia, you know, I've always had discussions with them during the year about you know their futures and, and you know, both players who've given enormous... T- you know, an enormous amount of service to this football club and they've enjoyed every minute of it. But, you know, they're two guys who, you know, come from, you know, the other side of the world. And I think at some point you need to have these discussions about, you know, what their next step is going to be. And, you know, for me, I, I, what I really wanted and, you know, fortunately the scenario played out, I, I just wanted them to to go in the right manner in, in, in respect that, you know, I'm sure the fans... You know, I want to acknowledge them tomorrow and, and say goodbye in a proper way. And I know the players do, you know. So I think it's it's a great day for our football club. It doesn't always happen when, you know, these kind of things reach a conclusion sometimes. Uh, you know, football can be a pretty brutal industry. But I think in this scenario, I think, you know, we as a football club get to honour two of our greats and, and they get the opportunity to say goodbye at Celtic Park in front of 60,000 as uh, as champions. Wow. So you were saying it's great yeah. news they're doing it in the right that, way. That tells me that it was the players that I think felt they wanted to go closer. I mean, Israel's what, five, yeah. five and a half, six yeah. hours on the flight or obviously we know how far yep, Australia is. Maybe Rogic wants to go halfway and that, that would be the, mm-hmm. the, the Middle East. So it sounds to me if they've had a, a good chat, there's no ill feeling. Both parties agree and he's right there, I'm sure, the Celtic fans. I mean, because let's be honest, you've said it's 33 trophies. It's phenomenal. Yeah, Between them, it's a ridiculous number. And, and they're both to about be honest with you, yep. two of them have been really, really top players yeah. for Celtic. 29 and 30. So they're both, you know, they've still years got left three years. Exactly. 100% they've still got, they're coming it, into their prime. It'll be great money at Celtic, but the riches are even higher away. I mean, he almost went to Saudi Arabia two summers ago, didn't he? Um, Rogic. Rogic, yeah. Yeah, well, he'd still have he'd still have offers because he's still a quality player. Yeah. You know, he's uh, could he be going somewhere here? Doesn't sound like it, does it? By that, I mean down south. Listen, he's got a year left on on his contract, and I think I think um, I think Ange has, has, has almost accepted that the players they've had chats. There's no doubt yeah. that that'll remain private. What was exactly said, but I think you know, putting two and two together, you can almost figure out that the players have gone in and said, look. 
we've had great days here, but now we feel it's the time. Whether or not the players think that Ange will rebuild, you know, he'll, he'll sign a load of other midfield players, he'll add more quality. Whether they feel their, you know, their playing time, their game time, you know, will be less now that, you know, Ange wants to bring in more quality. And as, as I said, they, they may well just feel like, I've had a great time at Celtic, but, but now is the right time for me to leave. Martin's on the socials. He's got a question for both of you. Your icons at your clubs. John, you're not from these parts and you played at Arsenal, West Ham, West Brom, you moved on, Wales, obviously. What was it like leaving Celtic? Well, I left a bit bit under a cloud because I I I was sold without me knowing. Um, I I was on holiday and I, I went up to my apartment. And I read it on Sky News no. that I'd been sold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a year left on my contract, and I um, I went to join Brian Robson at West Brom. I had one year left at Celtic, and um, Gordon Strachan had signed Kenny Miller and um, and Scott McDonald. Chris Sutton had left. Um, Alan Thompson had left, so Henry Larson weren't there anymore. You and Mialbi had gone. So the clicks of that team that I come through with that was really successful, you know, DJ Gatt, he brought in Paul Telfer mm-hmm. for DJ Gatt. Uh, he brought in Lee Naylor at left back, okay. brought yeah. in Jan Venegor Hesseling then for mm-hmm. a few years down there. So you almost, you know, I think everybody has their day. Had you more to give though at Celtic? Uh, I'm not sure. When you went on holiday, what did you feel? Because it was a bad end to the season. I'd like to yeah. have known. I'd like to have been told, mm. at least, you know. But uh, Did you ever I, speak to Gordon afterwards and say... No, not really. No. I, I didn't feel it was, you know, I got on great with Gordon. He was, yeah. my, he was my gaffer at um, at uh, at Coventry. Mm. And he actually played a big role in me coming to Celtic because I could have gone to Middlesbrough with Steve McLaren. I was nearly going to Middlesbrough because they were selling Mark Viduka at the time. and uh, That was a break, going to Celtic. Yeah, and, and Gordon said to me, get yourself up to Glasgow. He mm. says, you love it. You know, he'll score a lot of goals. You, you, you love the football and the club and everything else. And, and the fans love you. Embrace yeah. it, you know. And um, no problem at all. And I actually, we won the title in Gordon's first year. Myself mm. and Magic Zoravsky, the Polish centre yeah, forward. of course. Yeah. We, we got over 20 goals each. Um, so in Gordon's first year, we won a title. That was Gordon's first title. That would have been my last title. So, um, no, it's devastating when you leave because you, you can't ever, you know, replicate playing for a giant, a global club. Is that your happiest time? Most successful time. Was it your happiest time? Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. You know, uh, because I won things. I became a winner mm. at Celtic. I'd never... I was always um, a little bit, not, I wouldn't say jealous, but a little bit envious of watching people walk up the rostrum at Wembley, winning the furthest I got was the semi-final at Luton. We, we lost to Chelsea in 95, I think it was 94. Um, but I'd never had that opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. to walk up the steps yeah. and lift a trophy. Mm-hmm. And, and Celtic gave me that, you know, the three titles that I won there and Scottish Cup and, you know, League Cups mm-hmm. and things like that. And it, it gave me that moment of feeling like a winner and I'd been a part of something you know and we won the title and that's I mean, what Celtic gave me yeah. you know I, I mean tonight I, you're out there's 500 Celtic fans going to be there with no disrespect to Middlesbrough I, know, I think there's many nights tonight that you'd be there all those years later you know down there speaking to 500 fans from that club there's something about you know you and Sutton Larson that the Celtic fans absolutely love well you know, I think it's 444 goals between us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that's that's what it is. So the numbers are Only there. Only 444? Well, Henrik got 230 of them. I got 110. Chris got 88. You do the numbers, yeah. you know. 
Um, he so knows yeah, it right off, doesn't he? We, we, we had a great time. I, was, I, I, I loved, yeah. I loved you know, my That's time great. in Glasgow. Yeah. And I'm back up, you know, in Edinburgh. Yeah, of course, and you're great. settled in. Yeah, Neil, look, he's in Edinburgh, but uh, no, it's good that you've settled in Scotland. Lovely. Barry, for you, I mean, Rangers M- with your club. Empty feeling. Because yeah. I had nobody else to blame mm-hmm. apart from myself. But Scotland debacle. Yeah, and I, I was the totally opposite. He, he Big John, he was just saying there that he got sold. Um, Without him yep. knowing, mm-hmm. um, Walter Smith was just straight with me. We sat down. He just says, "Look, obviously I was getting suspended or whatever. Yeah. Allowed me to come back. I played a couple of games. Lifted the league championship. Mm-hmm. Let me do that at Tannadice, and he played me in the, the Scottish Cup final mm-hmm. the, the following week. And I went back to Ibrox, had a beer, and says, um, my cheerios to everybody.' And that was it. But he was very straight. Look, you need to go and." Um, so winners medal. Career Sorry, again. winners medal again in the cup yep. final, yeah. And yep. you went back to Ibrooks. Yep. The club that you love. Yeah, but I knew yeah. I knew what I had to had to do. I had to go and and start again um, and, and mm. show people that I, I was still a, a a good player. But that that's what Walter was about. It was just straight. And I, I, I preferred that way. But leaving, I'll be honest with you, I'm not scared to say it. I, I had a tear in my it's my club since I was a, a child. Um, but a, a proper empty feeling, sad, but Listen, it's got to end at some stage. And the way it ended, I would rather that I ended that I was going to retire or, or, or a different way. But obviously what happened with the Scotland thing, there was no other option that I had to I had to go and, and reinvent myself basically again down in the Premier League. And I was just lucky that I got an opportunity to go back into the, the Premier League when there was a lot of teams really interested in me. But the chairman's weren't prepared to, to take that gamble. Is that right? Yeah, yep. reputation. Can you imagine these days, Barry, the way that everyone piles on people? You know, it's a very unforgiving society mm-hmm. we're in. Everyone wants to have a go if you do anything wrong at yeah, all. Yeah, but I, I think I got the stick that I deserved. Uh, yeah. I've been open You take it on that. the chin. Yeah, I yeah. took it on the chin. I had to be a man about it and I had to go away, as I said, and reinvent myself. I moved down myself, kept my family up here where I could just properly focus, get myself back to um, being a a good player and people just talking about my football side instead instead of off the field problems I was was a bit different because Barry still could play he could still perform at the highest Mm -hmm. level and you know I think managers people like Gordon Strachan who's been around the block you know and he he knows players inside out and he sees them he manages he sees them training he sees them your levels and something that probably what age were you John? 31 but I probably feel as if I probably ran my race at I think so. Yeah, I think so. Mm. You know, I'd won the title. I'd got my hundredth goal, which was very special for me. As soon as I got one, I wanted a hundred, and then you, you know, you literally you put your mark on a football club mm. when you get hundred goals for them. There's only so many players that do that for a club. So um, I'd probably run my race, and Gordon probably see it. And 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 to be fair. You never think it's finished, you know. You always, you always yeah. thinking, oh, I could do a bit one more. season. Yeah. But looking back and being realistic yeah. about it, and Gordon probably saw it coming, and he had a chance to bring in, you know, Kenny Miller and Scott mm-hmm. McDonald, who, who actually went on. Scott actually went on, did really well, scored a lot of goals for the club. You know, he was a good he goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he wanted to go in a different way. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go in a different direction. There was no longer the boys that I mentioned earlier. Bobo. Nothing's forever. Yeah, exactly right. And I just think then. You've got to accept it as a as a human being and as a player, and you've got to say, "I've enjoyed my time. Uh, I enjoyed my time at Celtic. It's it's now for a for a different move, yeah. you know." And that that's the way okay. it is. 
I'm filling up with you too. Yeah, but I, I would have rather have been known that I was coming to the end. Yeah. Or what uh, age were you? Thir- 32. 32. Mm-hmm. Still young, both of you. Mm-hmm. And you went down to the Premier League and was successful there. But you could never recapture that atmosphere. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing yeah. like playing yeah. up here. Listen, the, the atmospheres and, and I enjoyed yeah. the, the demands and the expectations mm-hmm. put on you. Yeah, I enjoyed that side. And what I couldn't understand is when I went down there, that if you drew a game... Mm-hmm. There wasn't much made it up here if you draw. It's not good enough. If you lose, it's an absolute disaster, disaster down yeah. there. It's, it's different. So, yeah, but that's one of the things that I would have liked to have done it off my own back. Like, mm. right, I need to move on or call time in my career or retire. But listen, things happen um, for a reason and I just had to go on with it. And as I said, Paul, go and reinvent myself back down in England. Right, we're going to build it back up again in the next 40 minutes or so here in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors uh, Barry's piece in the record today and it's a really good piece nothing would be better if the class of 22 erased the final of 14 years ago it still haunts you so we don't want to see that picture again of you and Lee McCulloch sitting there after the game that was, won't forget that that, was us watching Zenit going up and oh, was it the trophy Yeah, the trophy up yeah. yeah and you told us in the programme last week I've never watched the game again you've uh, quoted it in there right we're going to build up it's a great insight there are a lot of people in the social media just now it's lit up Thank you for sharing that because it's really, really personal. And John, you know, you're from Wales, but look, all these different clubs looting on tonight, big where you started. But you know, you're a Celtic man. And Barry, it's uh, your brother Derek, what a player, it was there in the blood, and uh, Rangers as well. And you're so yeah, proud listen, of the family to live the dream. Yeah, uh, that was my, my dream as a young kid to go Manager and play boy. with the team. Yeah, you support and then go and captain them and, and lift 15 trophies. Um, Roy the Rovers they're both back after this The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kennis Head Road Darnley Let's go And don't forget the Go Radio Business Show Sunday morning with Workflow Solutions 11am Hunter and Hockey their special guest is Michael Bergson Managing Director of Bucks Bar Group here in the great city of Glasgow It'll be good to hear Michael along with Sir Tom and Lord Willie Hockey so in the boardroom They offer business insight and advice, taking your calls and answering your questions. So Barry, John, you could call in on Sunday for some business advice. I think you two have done okay. Uh, Email gobusiness at thisisgo.co.uk. Hunter and Hockey, Sunday morning. Michael Berson will will be the special guest. You know Michael, big football fan as well and a great, you know Michael, great guy. A few restaurants. He has indeed, yeah, terrific, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be on Sunday. Before that, we've got the games tomorrow in the Premiership, the early games. In fact, tonight, of course, the playoff are yeah. both against Inverness, Cali Thistle. I'm going to ask you about that in a moment or two. We're going to go into the lines, I think, in a second or two. Um, yeah, we'll ask you about that then. Barry, who do you fancy? Are well, it's on a knife, knife edge. Yeah. I watched the game and to be to be fair, are both done really well. Yeah. I expected mm-hmm. Inverness to win the game. The fair play to are both. Look, they've been the surprise package. All season, sure. what what a what a season they've had under Dick Campbell. So who's um, coming up? Who do you think it'll be, or who's going to play? Do you know St. what? Johnson? I fancy yeah. I fancy Dunfermline, but Arbroath at home, the crowd behind them. I'm going to go Arbroath, and that's my ex teammate, obviously Dodgy, because I want to see Dodgy. Uh, yep, do but, well because he's yep. done a real good job up there. He has, John. What do you think? I agree with Barry. I think I think he'd be brilliant. I think what a, I think a lot of people. Um, would rather, and I say this with all due respect, see Inverness uh, been there before. Um, you know, a bit of bit of history in the sure. in the in the Scottish Premiership. You know, the the old um, SPL. 
Um, and I think it would be brilliant for Arbroath. I think that a smallish yep. club for them for yep. them to be in the Scottish Premiership would be fantastic. Who do you think it, it'll, it'll be rattle done? a few feathers as well, Dick? Dick Campbell sure. having him as a manager. In so is it Dick? It's going to be the for happier. me. I, yeah. I would love Arbroath to go through, and I, I think they'll get yep. it done tonight. Okay, let's go on the lines then, Sean from Edinburgh, Celtic fan. Good evening, Sean. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, Thanks good. Uh, you lost your voice after the other night? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Sean, what's in your mind? Um, no, I was just obviously, uh, I've seen him, um, I think Alan Bedell, I think the some guys, I've seen it when he was questioned when he was first appointed, and just, you know, who's this guy? What's this guy all about? And I think he'll be eating his words, you know, seeing what the job he's done. So I just think, never judge a book by his cover, because I think the job he's done is probably a big up there probably most of have got good credentials so yeah you know, I just I thought it was funny that I seen that today and I heard them saying oh who's this guy and what's why he's about who really picking his name out of the hat and just, mm. it just shows you never sure. did a good guy's cover yeah. to be fair it wasn't, I think everybody was sorry, yeah. was like that but listen he's he's shown I mean he's been a manager for 25 years yeah. he's been an international manager mm. so World Cup yeah. Yep, exactly. So, listen, he's no MD that I knew, but Big Craig Moore was, was talking about him, and that's when you get a right insight that, that Celtic were getting a very good manager. And he's, listen, he's, he's proved that this season. Craig Moore was right. He thought that Celtic would hit the bar in the league, but he thought they would get close. But, John, people, we didn't know. It just shows you, doesn't it? There's markets we don't know, and we should keep an open mind. Absolutely. And, and, and Sean, you know, Sean, you're right in a way because I was disrespectful. Um, towards Ange um, because I said um, I think we need a bigger name I I said that without showing any really respect or empathy towards Ange Um, he'd managed his country Australia he'd managed in the J League Mm -hmm. um, titles he won the Asian Cup I believe Um, so but a lot of people Sean lots of people had never heard of this guy and Naturally, when people don't hear of anybody, they go, before they even start to say, well, let's give him a chance. Let's see. Because Celtic, the hierarchy, were all over Eddie Howe. For two or three months, they chased and chased and chased Eddie Howe. You know, they would have offered him whatever whatever yep. deal. So then again, we go, oh, we didn't get Eddie Howe, but we've got this guy called Ange Postacoglu. Are you glad they didn't know, John? Absolutely, absolutely. Andrew's, I, I absolutely adore the guy. I think the way that he's, his style of play, um, he gets it, he gets the press, you know, a very humble guy. Um, he's a hard worker, his, his style, is he never wavered from the criticism of the early goals that Celtic we've seen in particularly in Europe. He continued with the 4-3-3 with the fullbacks creating, you know, um, an overload in midfield. And uh, and I, I just think he's recruitment. And I think, Sean, the guy's been a breath of fresh air. But you know what? People are lying. People are lying if, they, if they're if saying that they knew who this guy was. Yeah. Because they we didn't. didn't. No, that's Nobody true. did. We had to all go, yeah. on, we had to all go on Google <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, I know what you say, you mate, then you're spot on. Maybe in future, I will respect every new manager who comes into the game. But I've got to say, the Celtic fans, he's got the fans now eating out of his hand. Here he is. He's also got the board doing the same thing. Come to that in a second. Here he is the other night. Uh, Yeah, pretty special, mate. Uh, Probably first time this year I'm lost for words. Um, Just an enormous effort, really proud of the players, the staff, our supporters, everyone involved, you know. uh, No one gave us much of a chance at the start of the year. And... um, 
to, to do what they've done this year and achieve the ultimate is, uh, is an unbelievable effort. He's improved players, hasn't he, the whole club, and uh, including did, his I captain. Give, I, yeah, give, he's absolutely I give him a chance. To me. Um, super proud moment. Uh, super proud moment for my family. Couldn't do it without this group of players, the manager, all the staff at Lennox Town, everybody throughout the club. They've been absolutely first class. John? I said Sterling would win the league back in August. You did. August the 11th, you said, absolutely. if they do, it would be the biggest turnaround yeah. ever. Yep. Well, there's, there's been yep. many great sort of wins, you know, Rangers stopping the 10 in a mm. row that was a magnificent effort from, from did you them. have to mention that for Sean there he's quite enjoying his, his day oh yeah I'm just saying there's been several but I have to say as well from where Celtic were to winning the title they didn't have a team they hardly had a player they had a, they, had, they had McGregor in they had Beaton sure. they, had, they had these guys right. but he had to build a no whole keeper team. I know from the no back keeper, no yeah. central, central defence yeah. and, and and how, how quickly gelled a new squad mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. I mean, me and John have been involved in, in squads and that, that's the hardest thing when you bring so many new players in different nationalities people coming from different countries different ways of playing mm -hmm. That's that's what's impressed me about Postacoglu, and and also listen, I like the way he comes across to the press as well in terms of how respectful he is. He never dishes any dirt to any teams or whatever. And that, I'm talking about Rangers as well. And the prime example was was last Friday. I, I when think he, you're right, Barry. When you say how quick, surprised you how quick because he he signed the four Japan internationals. Young kid from Israel, Abada. Juranovic. Jota. Who'd you had a Jota? Jota was in um, Benfica Reserves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just gave him the platform to come and play in, at this incredible stadium with these fans. And now he's one of the most sought after players around. Well, Joe Hart, Joe Hart, for instance. Joe Hart, people thought he was finished. finished. Played a couple of games. Barry didn't think he was finished. But, but Joe Hart, no, yeah. I, that, I said that when, when, I when Celtic yeah. were in But do you know Joe what it is as well? Sometimes players can use the fact that they've come from a, a foreign country as an excuse, as an excuse to yep. say, oh, it takes me time. It, it takes time to settle. I've got to find a home. I've got to learn the language. Absolutely, that can be used slightly, you know, as an excuse. But the way that he's got them gelling, they've all hit the ground running. Well, Carter Vickers, I, I, watch, I actually watched Carter Vickers a few mm. times when he was in loan at Bournemouth. And yeah. They never stood out. Mm. I think the first half of the season, I think he'd done well, but I think since the turn of the, the year, I think he's been one of Celtic's best players he's the last like, four, three or four months. Sean, who's your player of the year? Yeah. Um, that many, I think the whole, I would say the whole team, you know, I think. Yep. And, and I would say McGregor, I would say, I think, you know, he's just got outstanding, he'll carry the team, you know, the game, and also, it just shows you that, like, the captain, like, he's carried a team that's been a rebuilding job, of new players, you know. He's been phenomenal, Sean, it's not the greatest of lines. It sounds like you're in Edinburgh, Australia, but uh, rather than just in Lothian, thanks very much for calling, Sean. Um, yes, so many players because the year before, with a new few new in, you know, Barkas, Ayeti, they just couldn't get the right signings. They couldn't get them into the team, John, yeah. and it was a shambles then. Yeah, it was, and I actually thought that um, at the start of the season. I wasn't quite sure whether Greg Taylor would, would yeah. step up and be the player that has to get up and down, has to deliver. No. His, deliver his delivery had to improve. He kept mm -hmm. hitting that first man. Lots of endeavour, great effort, you know, good energy levels from Greg Taylor. But you know what? He has, he has done so well. I think he's improved. Ralston has improved. He's given Ralston the belief to, to, to think to himself that I'm good enough. 
he now he's now confident to think I'm good enough to play with these good players alongside me, you know, and that's what that's what Ange mm-hmm. has given to uh, to Anthony Ralston signing a new contract this season. Again, the other night that that the good the goal he scored in the ninety seventh minute, Ross County away, huge mm-hmm. goal. The cross in ninety seventh wasn't it? When he stood the ball up the, yeah. the other night to Jack Amakas, a wonderful yeah. ball stood up to the back post, and he's made him better. We couldn't think, Barry mentioned earlier on, that Callum McGregor could get any better. His performances have been through the roof this season, Callum McGregor. Outstanding, led by example as captain. It's phenomenal. We're going to talk Rangers in the last section as we get ready for Seville and for the cup final. Here's a bit more, though, for the Celtic fans who'll be enjoying it the other night and uh, the media conference today. Here's Gikamakis. He wants to be the top scorer. I think he's two behind Reagan, Charles Cook. He would love to be uh, number one. Uh, for for goals in Scotland, he's also looking his personal targets. Here they are. My main target was to stay healthy till the end. Well, I wasn't all the part of the season, so. <laughs> but uh, one of the my main targets, maybe the first one, was to win the league. I I knew that if I was healthy, from the uh, start of the season uh, until the end, I knew that I would score m- many goals more with uh, with the club. And he certainly did. And he wants to be the out-and-out top scorer. This is always a target for a striker. And uh, right now, despite my uh, my unlucky first part of the season, I'm a little bit close. And I will try, I'll give my best. Uh, I don't know if I'm the starting eleven tomorrow or not, but if I am, then I will try to do my best and uh, be like uh, end up this season with uh, this top scorer trophy. And uh, it's something that... It's really important for me. And a word more from his manager. Yeah, look, I mean, our, I think our football's been outstanding, but the character this team's shown to get through the last 31 games and, and rise to every challenge. And as I said, I couldn't be more prouder of him. And the captain. Yeah, absolutely delighted. Um, that's good. My players deserve it so much. Fans were unbelievable again tonight. They have been all season. So, you know, it took us a little bit of going to get going again again tonight, but we better go and enjoy it. Barry John, I'll tell you, Kyogo looks like a, a good lad for a night out, doesn't he? The way he celebrates afterwards, he loves going up to the fans and, and dancing with I, them. I've seen a picture yeah. in, uh, I think it was online, that he was sleeping the way back down the bus. Was he? Yeah. Really? You win the league, you're never sleeping. But you saw what they did, the Japanese players came back out then. Aye, they were tra- aye, that's one thing about the Japanese yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. Lucena, you yeah. know, and, and, and Gucci as well. Well, yeah, he, he didn't start today. Exactly. Yogo, I don't think he got on. Did he come on he, for thirty he seconds? Did, he, did. he warmed yeah. up for ages. I mean, so, his attitude is special. Just it? just yeah. won the title, and he's yeah. back out there mm. doing his. I know his what I would have been doing. Oh, <laughs> enjoying that champagne. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your big pal, what? But the keeper, he was enjoying it, wasn't he? He was spraying the the camera yeah, as well. Big Joe, big Joe likes Joe a night out. Yeah, yeah, he likes a night out. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost ple- you are pleased for him on a personal level. Actually, do you know what? It's um, I think there's been a great atmosphere. Well, do you know what? I like when see when I bumped into him at the. Celtic and Alawa game came to your office yeah Yeah, he was waiting outside which sums him up so having a chat with him and how how he spoke about Scottish football in a whole not just about Celtic about Rangers about other clubs because um, sometimes I think down south they're a bit ignorant towards your game up here mm-hmm. so it was nice to see Joe who's played at the highest level 78 England caps mm-hmm. He spoke um, highly of your game up here, and I think we've got a good, right, good product up here, uh, up here just now. And the good thing is, really, Barry's just said Joe Hart, great. I don't know him as well as Barry know, know, knows him, but um, he wouldn't have just come just to be a little, a bit player, no. or to earn a little bit of money towards the end of his career. He would have come. He'd have been sold the project 
um, by Celtic, and he would have come with a view to putting his stamping his authority on the team. He's vociferous in the dressing room. He's a, he's a leader. You know, he's onto his back four quite a lot. So, not just his performances, his saves, and everything else, but just in and around the dressing room, just to have somebody with his experiences. Is vital purpose, isn't it? It's what you both talked about earlier. You need a purpose in life, and there comes a point. It all the money. Joe could there. have stayed at Tottenham. Tottenham. I know. For treble, yeah. probably what he's earning at Celtic. But he wouldn't have been on the bench even last night, would he, Barry? He, he probably. No, but he's number three. I think. What was yeah. the, the the manager to get sacked at Tottenham? It, it was Nuno Espirito Santo, wasn't it? <laughs> he was yeah. too, no good enough. Too old. Too old. He's too only slow. thirty. I think 33, 34, yeah. Joe. He's a boy compared to Alan McGregor and Craig, and Craig Gordon. Gordon. Yep, player of the year. We're going to take a quick break and then it's the final section. It's a special Friday night. We've got the a European final on Wednesday and remember we'll be on air from 7 until late and remember tomorrow then it's title day in the East End. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com Let's go. Final section, Go Radio Football Show, the Friday night edition with Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Uh, one more from both managers. Um, actually, Ange Postacoglu, what about the contract? What's the latest? Celtic speaking with him about uh, an even bigger contract. Well, I'm happy at Celtic. Uh, uh, you'll never have to worry about that stuff with me. I, I've said all along, I... Uh, my own sort of fulfilment you know, doesn't come from uh, those kind of rewards. It comes from being part of something special. That's where I am here. And I can assure you that the club has looked after me and my family in every possible way. I couldn't feel more supported or more rewarded with what um, with the way they've looked after me. And, you know, if I keep doing a good job, I'm sure I'll get looked after in the future. Um, and that's not just all about contracts. It's about other things as well. Barry, this time last year it was uh, Stephen Gerrard and then he moved to the Premiership. Celtic didn't have a manager. They've got GVB, he's back for next year. That That's big news for the Celtic fans. Yeah, and I'm sure the Celtic fans would want me to sign a, a longer term deal. Um, but you, you heard them there, he, he's happy, Celtic have looked after him. That's the most important thing when you come from a different country. He settled in quickly, they look after his family. That's your number one priority. Then it's the football, so... He looks to me if he's he's enjoying himself, no doubt about it. You seen his his um, reaction last um, the other night mm. against Dundee United, and I thought he was quite emotional in yeah, his interview. I thought that as well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I like to see that. It, sometimes it's good to see a bit of emotion, and and certainly you, you seen that from Posta Cogler. Because Celtic were shocked, weren't they, when um, the previous manager Brendan Rodgers just disappeared in the February. Boom, he was off to Leicester, mm. and they were stung by that. They were hurt by it. He did a great job for Celtic. What's your thoughts, final one, before we go to Rangers, about Ange Postecoglou for the long well, haul? I think I think managers, Paul, are, are judged by football clubs as the same as players. I think if players, if I'm scoring goals and the team are doing well and I'm helping the team be successful, I'll be rewarded. The manager's the same. The manager, um, he's a winner. He's come in. He's he's won the first trophy of the season. He's won the double. Um, he'd have been disappointed not to have done so well in Europe. You know, not to have gone out in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup to Rangers, yeah. but um, you know, if he knows, he knows if he continues to win games and produce the football that he's playing. More importantly, to him to play great football and to put his stamp, rubber stamp, his style, you know, his his formation um, on on the team. These type of things, you know, add his philosophy to the club. This type of thing. He's more, he's more delighted with himself for the mm. job that he's doing 
But if you're winning at the same time, he will be rewarded. Well, he people, knows this. Well, people down south at the major clubs start to talk about him in the way. Now, Stephen Gerrard was a, is a world icon in football. So he was really well known. Did a great job at Rangers. Um, is there a danger that Ange Postel... It's probably a conversation for later, but is there a day when somebody in England rates Scotland and says, this guy, Postacoglu, is a bit special? There's always a danger. There is always a danger when your manager's winning and he's impressing and then you've got the, the, the giants, the global clubs mm. out there. But you would like to think that he's happy at Celtic. Celtic will reward him. Um, that The crowd absolutely adore him. And as we mentioned earlier on, it don't matter where you go in the world... You don't get that type of adulation from Rangers or Celtic in you terms of the crowd. Yep. What it means to the supporters if you're successful up here, what you mean to the to the crowd. Have you got a mask for tomorrow? Have you got an Ange mask? Is that what it was? I saw oh, the other I'm, night a few of them might, had it. I might wear one if there's one going. You might yeah. be wearing a John Hartson one. Barry, that is true, isn't it? Wherever you go in the world, somebody goes, you're Barry Ferguson, Rangers. Unbelievable. Yeah. But that, that's the size of both Rangers yeah. and Celtic. You could go, you could go at the moon and probably somebody would... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're no, you're there or, or bumping into somebody. Yeah, flight the, to listen, Seville. Two of them, two yeah. of them are massive clubs worldwide, yep. and and you know what, they're, they're, they're so successful as well. And look, John will say the same for the Celtic side of, side of things. Playing at Ibrox, I mean, and full flow was an unbelievable mm. feeling. And people are talking about it more and more. The Ibrox momentum in Europe. Your old club is on the verge of doing something that, that nobody's done in a Scottish team for 39 years. It was Sir Alex Ferguson with Aberdeen. 50 years since Rangers did it under Jock Wallace and uh, Mr Waddle, Willie Waddle. And all those years since Celtic did it in 67 in Lisbon. What's the Rangers? Let's get the latest news today. GVB, what about Roof? What about Jack? Ryan is doing, he's doing better, so I hope to have him back um, on the training pitch in the weekend. And Kamar, we, we have to see. I mean, he's... Uh, not yet ready to go on the pitch, so it would be uh, would be a close call for for next week. But he's doing everything to to be ready. My medical staff is doing uh, everything. So, but I cannot tell you more at this moment. Barry Hearts Rangers tomorrow. What do you do that big show? What's the Rangers team going to be tomorrow? I don't think. Um, I think he'll he'll change it up. I don't think he can risk his strongest yeah. which he think will be his strongest 11 for the game on Wednesday night against Seville so I think you'll see a lot of changes tomorrow and who would blame him because for me next week Wednesday to Saturday it's a massive four days for Rangers so I think he's starting 11 that he's got in mind for the game against Eintracht Frankfurt mm -hmm. I think it'll be totally different from the starting 11 tomorrow You know his team do you think? Assuming let's say Ruth's not ready for it, do you think he knows he's? I think he's only he thinks he's one or two players out, or do you think he knows the 11? If Roof's fit, he, he plays the front three will be Kent, Roof, and I think Arebo will play in the right mm. midfield three will, will be um, Lundstrom and Jack. Well, only issue is Jack's been injured the yeah. last couple of games, mm. hopefully, he's going to be fine. So, Jack Lundstrom, Kamara, because mm -hmm. I thought Kamara was exceptional against Leipzig, he's back. And, yeah. The back five, obviously, Alan McGregor, um, James Tavernier, Golston, Bassey and Barisic. John, it's a it's a strong team, isn't it, um, for Rangers? What are you thinking? So for tomorrow, what, do you want to give a prediction? It doesn't really matter, Hearts Rangers, tomorrow, but you'll tell me it always matters. But Barry, what do you reckon? I think it'll be a draw. A draw? I think mm -hmm. John? I think a draw as well. And, and as Barry just said there, I don't think Rangers can afford to risk any of their key you know, starting the 11 that, that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has in his has in mind. They're so close, you know, 
any knocks, you know, any little niggles, there's only going to be, what, three or four days to recover. It's too short. So that he, I don't think you take many risks tomorrow with his team. You'll be there tomorrow, John. You're on Celtic TV, Celtic Motherwell, the early kickoff. What's going to happen? I think Celtic they're hoping to put on a show, aren't they? You know, it'll be a full house. There'll be there'll be a real buzz around the stadium. Yes, Celtic were, were crowned officially the champions mm. of Scotland on Wednesday evening there. But the the day Barry's done it many times as captain, even. But the day you lift the trophy and you go round, you you parade the trophy to the to the fans and they're throwing their scarves on. And there's a lot of players in the Celtic team that have not won a title yet. You know, I came here in 2001, I won my first title. It's a special, special feeling. And there's a lot of this current Celtic team, many of them, some of them have won many trophies. Joe Hart has won the Premier League, one or two others. But there's four or five players Mm -hmm. that have really been influential for Celtic and they'll pick up their first league winners medal tomorrow. So that'll be great for them. And probably home win, you reckon? Good on Motherwell getting through I think so. I, 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 I think... I think they yeah. let they let the the lead slip the other night against Dundee United. Yeah. Didn't really affect the celebrations or nothing anyway. But uh, I think they'll win convincingly tomorrow. I think they'll put on a show. Barry, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be a lot of carnival atmosphere yeah. um, at Celtic. But I think they'll win by three or four goals. Ross County, Dundee United again. Well done, Dundee United. A bit like Motherwell, you know, not many wins, but they're in Europe. Yeah, I, I, I thought certainly in the second half against Celtic, I thought they they put up a, a real good show. Um, yeah, I think Dun United will go up to Ross County and win that game and cement fourth place. Okay, and I'm going to ask you, yeah, what do you reckon on that one, John? I think Ross County yeah. might might just surprise Dundee United. I think they put so much in against Celtic on Wednesday night. Um, going up to Dingwell, I think um, I think Ross County might just nick that one. Here's something in the socials I want to read just before we hear from GVB finally. As Barry just said, the Scottish football offering has been outstanding this season, partly because of him and Big John Hartson and all the Go Radio Football Show team with Macklin Motors. I added that bit, John. Tremendous coverage, fair and honest, informed and connected, entertaining and humorous. New standards for football coverage. Congratulations to the whole team at the Go Radio Football Show. Isn't that brilliant? That's a great message that just come in there from John. Brilliant. John Maguire, thank you so much. Isn't that brilliant? Let's hear from GVB. Confident ahead of Tuesday? I I believe in in confidence in my my players. They're really focused. They're in a good good place physically, also mentally. So uh, everything is there to to play well against uh, Frankfurt uh, next week and um, to be part of the history of this club. The Rangers manager has a dream. My championship with Feyenoord in 2017, you know, we, we won the league after after 18 years. I always like to to start with a, with a goal. You always have a goal in mind when you start a campaign and it starts with a, with a dream. And, and the dream for us with Rangers uh, this year was to uh, to win the European League. And that's where we, we give, give all our energy in. If you say before, we, we beat Sparta Prague 2-0, but... I didn't think many people will give us a chance to even reach the final. So it shows you that with a, with a, with the right mentality and spirit, you can you can overcome every opponent you play against. So um, that's what we did. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm I'm really proud of. And uh, we have one more game to uh, to play. And and if we win that game, then we are uh, we're the champions. And that you know will surely be a, be a dream for all of us. Barry, you have a dream. Yeah, listen, they've got to go in, they've got to be positive first and foremost, they've got to be focused 
got to be a bit disciplined as well. Make sure you keep everybody on the pitch. But do you know what? I'm I'm quietly confident. I I, I never like getting overconfident, but I believe this group of players. They've got to the final. They're heroes. They can become absolute legends. And hopefully, well, I will be there. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I'm I'm celebrating. John, you'll be listening and watching as well. I know you want to wish Barry and Abs- Rangers. Absolutely. Good luck to Rangers. You know, I, I really feel that um, the game is there for them. Uh, I think they go in with, with great confidence, the teams that they've beaten to get there. Uh, they've earned the right. Uh, you need that little bit of luck, of course. But John Hartson saying good luck to Rangers, that's a headline. There there. That's a headline in itself. <laughs> but uh, no, I think I've always said you have to say when teams do well, even if it's your biggest rivals, you know, you you got to say, give them credit. And it would be wonderful to have the two, you know, Celtic and Rangers, both in the Champions League next season, won't it? Great. Off to a fundraiser tonight for the St Andrew's Hospice in Lanarkshire. Hope it goes well to everyone there digging deep. Barry, good luck. We'll see you again Monday before yep. you go. Yeah. John, back next with you next week as well. Tuesday. Thanks Cheers so much. See you on Tuesday. Stevie Lennon is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at MacklinMotors.com. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians and specialist advice from our motability team visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road Darnley the new name for Toyota in Glasgow